0: what's happening everybody you're listening to the work for it podcast where our emphasis is business in the workshop and for as little as one dollar a month or twelve dollars a year you can support our work just go to patreon.com forward slash work for it to find out more twelve dollars a year that's like a taco these days i love tacos What's happening, everybody? It's Brian. The house, yeah, back in the
1: saddle with Brian Cohn here for the Work Workforce Podcast. You know, when we do the show in the morning, you just come out super electric. We're midday, and you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Getting that two o'clock news over here. What huh?
0: happened? What happened? What happened? Oh man, I'm I was falling asleep. Sorry about that, Brian. I'm old. right around yeah one two o'clock in the afternoon i i I have a tendency to just fall asleep sitting up so i don't know what that's about but you know hey it is what it is no you're right i i do actually feel pretty good today i i didn't sleep well last night but that's neither here nor there i just feel fine but uh working hard as always and i'm sure you are we haven't spoken in a couple weeks really yeah You've got to be gearing up to get your butt on an airplane and head yeah, south. Yeah,
1: I, I am so freaking excited to make it down to Blade Show. And again, thank you to all of the patrons uh patrons and um yeah, See, yeah now I'm you're doing so it. damn excited to get down there. And um I'm I'm kind of getting prepped and getting my I just finished up a smaller batch of 10 knives. And it was basically what what it was is I was waiting on a certain handle material that wooden epoxy mix. And uh, I finally got the wooden epoxy and and basically over the last couple months, all of the people who have ordered wooden epoxy from me, you know, they they have had to wait until that material came in, but it finally came in. So I pushed them through and they're ready to get some really good pictures taken and send them on off. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. So What's you, going on you'll here, feel
0: shop? you'll feel good about getting on an airplane and leaving because you've got majority of your work out of the I'm sure you've got other things in process, but you've you know, you made some good headway, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, I've actually uh I finished up that batch and I just yesterday started another batch of twelve. So yep. <laughs> Look no, at you. No, uh, You're busy. I like this. You know, you got to keep going. There's no
0: sense in uh, waiting around, you know. I'm with you. I mean, if if sales slow down, I'm constantly thinking, how can I keep them up, you know, or push them for, you know, get more, you know, obviously get people to the website, generate, you know, buzz or whatever. And then the other thing is, is I'm innovating, you know, creating new things. There you go. And um, so I, I don't look at the downs like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know. How do you deal with it when you have a bad month or a bad quarter or whatever? It's like, I look at it like this. I got time to innovate and I've got motivation to market, you know, to go out and go. make, you know, push, push, push. Baldman and I were having this conversation, Brent, and I don't know if you noticed like any of his, um, he does these reels that are really funny where he's like, yo, we got to have him on the show. <laughs> and he's yeah. like all like hey check out my thicker clipper and uh, you know and and he's kind of doing these cheese ball reels which i absolutely love he knows how much i love them and um cuz every time i see his face come up on my screen i'm just like this is hilarious like i have to unmute my phone i have to listen to it i have to watch it it's catchy it's funny um he's just missing the 10 gallon hat now
1: <laughs> uh, so
0: he needs a 10 gallon hat and like a baseball bat or something it would be pretty funny if he if he pulled that out but you know when and I didn't really pick up on this until probably about maybe like 10 years ago when I was I've been self-employed for quite some time. And, I, you know, it's just you would think I would have learned this sooner, but I just didn't. I guess I'm thick headed or whatever or stupid. But the the sales component of your whatever endeavor you're in is just as important, if not more important mm, than everything yeah. else. You know promotion marketing sales talking with people if you're not doing that let's just say you are somebody who makes things for a living or is trying to and your sales are low it's your fault
1: yeah and it's that's not the I've...
0: economy's fault you can't yeah. blame the president you can't blame <laughs> gas prices stop all this stop us. i mean i'm, and I'm not trying know, to be a dick here
1: maybe i maybe i'm in a place where i could uh, blame gas prices because I'm driving an hour in each direction every day, but that's but definitely that affecting your pretty sales. Hard. Oh, does well, that I guess your you're sales? correct. That isn't that isn't affecting my sales, but my profit margins are down because of it. But you know, okay, it is what it is.
0: Fair enough. Margins will shrink and uh, expand over time. That's that's normal. You know, the, the, everybody's talking about, you know, uh, the, the they're, they're using the R word, which is recession, which I disagree mm. with, by the way. Um, if you look at historically the bull markets, you look at all the, the way where we are in the economy, it's possible we'll backslide, which technically would be a recession, but it won't be for too long. Mark my words, the American economy, the global economy has never been stronger and will definitely increase over time and yeah you know a little bit of a slip here and there which is could be a correction. I don't believe it's a recession um but but I I get these people telling me that oh my sales are slow things are not looking good and all of this it's and I will always t- tell them this that I was in their position at one time and I also blamed external forces for my difficulties in business. And it was all oh, that was always the wrong thing because I was laying the blame on something that actually I should have been blaming. I should have been looking in the mirror. I should have been looking at myself the minute I took that uh that shift where I was like, I'm responsible for my own destiny. This is the number one reason why I got into business for myself, which I assume it is for you as well, because you are a passionate person about knives. But you're mm-hmm. also you want to be an entrepreneur. You are an entrepreneur and you know, that's part of the gig. Your sales aren't going to always be autonomous. They're not going to come to you by doing nothing. You have to keep out, you keep working those things. So I will encourage everyone who's listening to this to get out there and make a piece of social media today. And you say, and I want you to use the hashtag Brian told me so. Ah, Is that an
1: I or a Y that we're putting on that?
0: Either or, but preferably (laughs) spell it the correct way with an I. Okay. With a Y. Brian, Told me.
1: <laughs> get the
0: hell out of here. <laughs> Brian told me so. Hashtag Brian told me so. And I'll go out and I'll see your posts and I'll help you promote your business or promote whatever you're doing. So hashtag Brian told me so. And 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 promote your business and push it not only on Instagram, but push it on Facebook, push it on Twitter, push it on Reddit, whatever it is, go out there and do it um, and and get those sales moving, get the account because we are just a small cog in the wheel, we're oil in the machine. Remember that. Every single person who makes something or contributes to our global GDP, right? We're just one little part, but if we work together, we can make a huge difference. So, I totally uh, let's agree do it and
1: I think that the real thing that you should be pushing on is switching up your social media game all the way like Don't just be like, if your thing is I take really cool still photos and that's what I post and I post that everywhere, you know, that's that kind of gets stale after a while. People don't want to just come back and see the same, you know, yes, it might be different products in there, but the same type of thing over and over and over again, you know, you really need to, you know, vary it up with a video or a reel or a whatever. Like, just just keep making something different and make it eye catching so that, like, It's so hard with the the fire hose of, you know, stuff coming at us at all time. You know, you need to really do something, you know, like like Baldman does with the really, you know, huge, you know, openings with, you know, how he is, you know, he he makes you stop. And, you know, like you said, you you stop and you look at what he's saying, saying because he's like catching your your attention you so, used to do this I think you yes. still do it
0: you say stop scrolling hey wait stop <laughs> and and you're it, it's like it's awesome it, it really made me want to stop and look at you and see what you're not that I wouldn't anyway but like you it really made me want to stop and you're right about that where the algorithm will treat you better if you don't just utilize one modality of it so Instagram mm-hmm. in particular reels video and stills. I don't do a lot of stories, but stories do work as well. So I just think you're right about that. Hands down, you got to diversify the
1: modality for sure. I think the reason why I'm hitting on that today is because last night I posted, I'm, I finished up a Bowie knife and I did some, oh yeah, you know, nice. I did some chop videos on a water bottle and some slow-mo and all that Oh, stuff. I like that. It was I fun. I watched it was that a, a couple of, of times.
0: I oh, thanks, really like that, Brian. Yeah. It, um, what I liked about it was is the sl- okay so you chopped it and it was such a clean cut yeah you were like screw it I'm gonna do it again and you went <laughs> back for another you know another go at it and I was like wow that that is a n- sharp knife you know right. and you could tell this by watching and, and people do chop stuff all the time on Instagram but you know your approach is different. And I like that. And I also saw Maximus Knives kneel over Maximus Knives. He did, <laughs> yeah, he, he basically me, duplicated.
1: Yep. <laughs> right. What he, did, he messaged me. Like, hey, I love, you're not the only one who could do this. Come on now.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, and I love that because uh, I was just having this conversation with my male guy about the community that we're in and how none of us, not none, I can't say none, but very few of us get butt hurt when we start copying each other because we're all in this together you know do you feel that way sometimes oh like, yeah you know, of like, course you know like when when somebody does something
1: and i'll reproduce it or you reproduce it like nobody goes hey you're stealing my idea i mean there you know. are some people who play that game and some people who will do that especially when it comes down to like knife designs you know people get really butt hurt about oh well i did that first and but you know now you're you know ripping off my design and you know that's yeah. that's that's kind of the way of things. It it is what it is. But in my favorite, you. the favorite version of that is uh, a couple different people, pickle included. I started off I with my boy knife challenge. I chopped eight water bottles in half, and then yeah, I forget who it was who did nine, and then someone did ten, someone did eleven, and it just kept growing, and growing, and growing. You know, I don't know. I feel like we should bring that back. I think the I, current- think I do too. I think we're at twelve right now. So somebody better go out there and chop thirteen in a row. I a do remember NTot
0: River Forge, Noah Bloomberg. He I think did eleven. Okay. Maybe it was
1: twelve. I can't remember, but he he got up there. Yeah. And it
0: was really cool. Yeah. I know it was Pickle really cool did
1: one. Watch. I know Dennis Tyrell did one. And then NTot So yeah, was, I think Entiant's at the at the record of twelve. So somebody better do thirteen.
0: Somebody better do thirteen. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm actually working on a kitchen knife right now. If I wasn't worried about Ooh. damaging the patina on it, I would probably try it. I it's it's one that I've worked on for quite some time, and I've had oh, yeah? to sand it down and re-etch it like well, four times. Well, tell us times. about it.
1: Tell us about this uh, knife it, you're working on.
0: It's uh, it's actually a large like um. You you remember that knife I did recently, the Damascus one with a really thin handle? yeah, like a, knife, like a really little really petty small. knife. It was a little petty knife. I basically took that and scaled it up to a bigger. I made the handle a little beefier. And, you know, I'm kind of working on some culinary concepts for trying to dial in my style, you know, with my knife making. Um, And uh, sort of French chef. uh, I don't know. I have just more organic shapes, kind of like what you're doing a little bit with a more organic feel to it, less angular. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, who knows, but whatever it could change. But, uh, anyway, I, I this was, uh, a, a pe- the same Damascus that I used to make the petty knife, except I cut and stacked it four more times. So it was Ooh. like, uh, I think it was close to 400 total layers. There you so go. it was, it's quite, it was, uh, yeah. So it's got some nice chatoyance I think is the yeah. correct term where it's, you know, it's like very, like really shiny a little bit mm-hmm. Damascus, which makes it really tough to etch it. Properly. It rem-
1: it reminds me of those uh, holographic baseball cards. I don't know if you yes. ever remember seeing those. It does, and I like that look, but I don't want
0: it to be really super prevalent. I'd like it mm. to be more dark. So I'm, I've, you know, etched it and then ground it down, redid it. This is now I'm on my third round of it. So it's yeah, it's the whole thing. But but yeah, no, I'm having a great time with that. I should. I don't know if I'll have it done before blade or not, but I was thinking about bringing a little knife roll
1: with me. So you guys can mm. see some of my pieces that i am thinking in couple of years. I'm thinking about bringing down some knives to, well, obviously I can't fly with them. So how, how would I even get them in? You know?
0: Yeah. You're in a, you're in a weird spot. It'd yeah. be tough to fly. You could ship them to me, I guess, but that would be an extra <laughs> layer, a layer
1: of, Shit. Speaking and then of I'd, shipping. And then I
0: take I would take them back and then have to ship them
1: back to you. Right, <laughs> right. Ends up costing us like $30 just to carry a knife around Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Speaking of shipping, though, I mm. So anybody who has gotten in on that raffle for that offset serrated knife, I have I have been hearing over the last couple of weeks that people haven't been getting them back. And then I started reaching out to a few people. And every single person that I've reached out to never got their sticker for it. So I ordered more stickers.
0: I I saw that in a social post that you someone said they didn't get the sticker, and then you said like you'd mailed them out all on the same day, and they just haven't
1: made it there yet. How long ago did you mail them? Oh my god, better part of like well over a month ago. So they're gone. There's no way that they're still in the system somewhere, and they're all just like little itty bitty you know letters. So there's no like tracking number on them, of course. So what I ended up doing is I ordered more of those stickers and I just got them in this morning. So I've got, I'm writing up the letters. I was work, working on them earlier today. I'm going to get them out either tonight or tomorrow morning. Once I finish writing out all of the addresses, I'm going to send another batch. It is what it is. Well,
0: yeah, I've had to do this too, where um, especially on my international sticker le- stuff that I send, it's probably 50% actually making. Oh, my there. God. It's that's really ridiculous. bad. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And um, uh, I sent Mark Vanderwerf a sticker pack. I don't know. must have been a month ago. And he was like, hey, did you ever send that sticker pack? And there's no tracking. So, you, you right. know, it's like you put – when you send stickers internationally or a letter internationally, it's just a stamp. There's a stamp that you buy that's specific to, you know, an international letter. So there's zero tracking. You just right. dump it in the mailbox and hope it gets there. And uh, yeah, it, it, so I need to send him a uh, <laughs>
1: uh, another set. <laughs> what a pain ah. in the ass. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I feel like everyone thinks I'm a flake on it, but it's I literally sent them all out. And I don't know if they literally got them right out of the mailbox and threw them away or set them on fire or whatnot. I don't know. I'm just, I'm over it. There
0: was a case <clears throat> case a while back of a of a postal worker who was picking up mail and dumping it in a dumpster. Oh Jesus. Yeah, this happened like a, yeah. a few times. Yeah, yeah. His name was
1: Newman. Newman. Oh Jesus. Newman. I'm not falling for this twice. I'm not falling for this twice. <laughs> actually, it is a
0: real story. I don't know the the guy's name, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, Newman from Seinfeld. Actually, uh, there's a whole episode where he's storing all of the mail into a uh, a uh, storage unit and mm. Jerry's storage unit, which is really funny. Anyway, Brian, so uh, no Ben this week. We're no 17 minutes week. in. I wanted to mention this real quick. Ben, we appreciate you. We love you. We miss you. He's got, he had like a a family thing today. So he couldn't make the recording.
1: Man, there's a bunch of those things going around. What the hell?
0: Oh, man alive. It's been busy. Like, I almost canceled on us today. Oh, my God. And I just because I've been so slammed with stuff. Turns out having three teenagers in the house is a lot, is a lot similar to like having three toddlers in the house it's like it's it there's there was like a good period of like 10 years where they're they're, they were really great and then this last little bit has just been really challenging with the kids all those hormones
1: jumped in you
0: know that's what it is and i just remember giving my parents a hard time when i was a teenager too so i'm like okay all right i'm you know i'm just trying to give everybody the the space they need to you know do the things they need to do and dexter now is driving with a license he's you know out there he has a car and it's it's a thing you know it's a whole thing so we're we're doing all of that and it's just adding a lot to our schedule and we have blade coming up so we're preparing for that um i know you had asked me about the merch stuff that we're doing and we got uh we, we have some shirts being made right now we found a, a local screen A printer, a a woman who who's uh, like in our complex here, nice. Who has like her whole setup. Like you can just walk over there and hand her the art, and she'll make it for you. It's really cool. Yeah. And then um, we're giving away those rulers that Lawrence came up with. These Mm -hmm. these stainless steel rulers. And are they rulers uh, or rules? They're rules, actually. Okay. I'm calling them rulers, but they are rules. I don't prefer rulers. I like rules instead. Same. Um, but, uh, yeah, stainless steel rules that have our logo on them and a quote uh, from Lord Kelvin, which is kind of cool. And um, and then Lawrence is shipping me a bunch of stuff to bring to Blade. So there's, he'll have some promotional items because he's coming. I mean, it's crazy town, dude. Absolutely yeah. crazy town. I mean, we're just trying to stay on top of – we've had record sales. Everything's been really good. We did an update on the website – and that's kind of been iffy. There's we've had some issues. In fact, I if if anybody out there wants to beta test our new website, this would be much appreciated. We've had some customers complain of they go to our website and they can't see any of the text; they can see really? only photos. Mm. And we are back and forth with our development team on the 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 people that developed the theme for the website, and they're denying that this even happened. Oh Jesus! But, but here's what's happening: we are getting. YouTube comments, Facebook messages, uh, people actually using the chat window. Surprisingly enough, the chat window on the website works, and it's only people using Sam. It's like uh, Chrome on Samsung devices. Okay, if that makes sense. And there was a couple like older Windows machines too, but it it was like it was very, almost very specific to like uh, Android type devices. Mm. So if you're out there and you have an Android, I know Nate Walpole has already beta tested it for us and he's had the same problem and like we can recreate it with a bunch of people. But the dev team is kicking it back to us even though we have tons and tons of proof <laughs> that this is occurring they're like nope not our problem we're like uh, oh no here's another yes, one here's another screenshot here's another video here's another customer here's this guy this is the you know and that we're just hammering them because we paid so much money to have this made a, and yeah. they denying it now and your, they won't a, fix it
1: you've paid so much money for it and be like this is your livelihood Time. that's how that's how you sell things to make a living and if there's even if it's like two or 3% of the population that are affected by this, that's still a sizable amount of money out of your pocket. I'm a
0: nice guy until I'm not a nice guy. And Sarah <laughs> up until now has been handling this very sweetly with them. Mm. And I'm like, look, just drop the bomb on them. Like yeah. tell them like, we're gonna we're gonna just absolutely hammer social media and tell every single person about what happened and one star reviews and, you know, we're going to copy and paste your emails we're going to show everybody that you're not backing
1: up the work that you did and were paid to do. So what and you're saying terrible. is you're switching over to Squarespace.
0: Oh, <laughs> you know, I still love Shopify. I I mean, I still really do. And but this is a private company that develops websites for Shopify. So mm-hmm. if that makes sense, like we paid them to do this work. So it's, mm. It's, it's not, it's not like Shopify is the one that broke it. It's there. It's in it, man, I'm telling you, we know what the problem is and they're just, they're just dragging their feet. Mm. So it's pretty frustrating. Hey, these are all, these are all entrepreneurial problems. You know, you, you're in business for yourself. You're going to run into this type of stuff and it's okay. You know, we just, we got to get through it. And you just
1: don't go back to that guy because you know, it's screw him, whatever. It's a whole freaking team. It's like a Uh. whole
0: bunch of people. I mean, this is unacceptable. I would see, I could see if we just paid like some dude off the street, you know, but this is like what they do for a living and that uh,
1: we pick the right people, I think. (laughs) Well, cool. What else Uh, is going on in your shop? So you're, you're slammed with orders. You've got record profits. You're, you know, dealing (laughs) with all that stuff. (laughs)
0: Yeah, record profits. I wish. I just try to slip that in there, try to make it real. (laughs) Sales are great. Profits are, you know, like everything. It's it's thinning out a little bit. But um, I will say we've made some really huge strides with the website being redesigned and adding so many products. So if you go to housemade.us you'll see that we are now the official United States distributor for some of the TR maker products. So you can get things local. Uh, We have it here. So it's not like you're ordering it from us and we drop ship it out of Turkey. It comes to us. We look at it. We make sure it's good. Everything's, you know, we give it our old QA and then it, we ship it from our shop. So that's the one thing. And we have limited, numbers of things like it's not a huge amount of stock but we do have some and then the other thing is is i've teamed up with a guy who's building surface grinders in his home workshop so we're now we're selling surface grinders on our website that are compatible with the revolution and a whole bunch of other grinders as well nice. um, including the broadback grinder and you know Brake. well i can't say maribra because their their tooling arm's a little bigger we could probably make it work but um yeah so we're selling surface grinders and um Oh, man, I had something else going Oh, the Forge Project. So if you listened to the show last week, Brian, I know you weren't on it, but I um, had been running into some supply chain problems with the Forge Project. So many people have been reaching out to me, asking me, like, hey, what's going on with that? Uh, Lawrence actually reached out to me. He had some great ideas. I can't even say this enough. and And I will, you know, I know he's a sponsor, but just hear me out for a second. Lawrence is one of the most helpful people. He's a true member of this community. So if you mm-hmm. need anything and you're building something like you're a maker, make sure you go to MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. Go check out Lawrence's website. He's in Canada. You can take advantage of the USD CAD conversion rate, and he ships every day to the United States. Uh, such a helpful dude. Like, you know, he hears this show, he listens to it, and he, you know, gives me all kinds of feedback. And, and he wrote to me and said like, hey, what about this? What about this? And it spurred something in mm-hmm. me. And I started doing research, and I found a place that actually has, like, big rolls of the stuff that I need. Okay. So I'm redesigning the forge to meet this requirement. So, like, the ceramic out exterior... There's like the steel case that the forge sits in, mm-hmm. and then or that is the shell, and then out the next layer in is this ceramic fiber board. Okay, and uh, that was the big problem. It was just so, like that, just that one. Those four pieces of ceramic fiber board were over two hundred bucks.
1: So you switched
0: over to asbestos, right? Switched over to asbestos, <laughs> and I think we're using like manatee. Blubber oh, or something, okay, some cool, sort of endangered cool. animal. Yeah, yeah. That we've bald, eagles, bald eagle, bald eagle, bald eagle bones, yeah. and and um, I don't know, something like kitten, <laughs> kitten fur or something.
1: Um, I'm kidding, <laughs> of
0: course. No, th- there's a company out there that sells highly rated rolls. So it's like a flexible ceramic, uh, almost like a felt, like a cloth okay. that does the exact same thing it's thicker so it's like a it's thicker than felt it's like an eighth of an inch thick but that's all we need we just we just i needed something to seal that i needed a barrier that could withstand 2600 fahrenheit uh between the fire brick the insulating fire brick and the steel and okay. the reason is everyone tells me this is an overkill and and i don't care i i think this is super important the reason is is i want that shell To last a lifetime. I want somebody to buy this forge, and the only thing they'll ever have to replace would be the brick on the inside, which is the cheap stuff. Nice. If you don't do this, if you don't put a barrier between your fire brick and your steel, the steel will start to degrade. It starts to decarb, Mm -hmm. and it'll eventually degrade, and you'll have to replace it. I don't want that to have happened. Um, it's going to happen a little bit on the front and the back where the doors are. You just can't stop that. I mean, it's just inevitable. But you can stop it from the top, bottom, and the sides. So of the six pieces of steel, two of them will probably have to be replaced after about 10 years of use.
1: Oh, no. Yeah,
0: right. (laughs) The rest of it will last forever. It'll outlive us all. And that was what I was trying to solve. And, and, And also do it in a way, that made it affordable. Of course, I could have gone the $220 route and bought the thick stuff and whatever, and everybody would, you know, not everybody, but most people that would have wanted to buy into the project probably would have just eaten the cost or whatever and done it anyway. But I really want to make this project accessible
1: mm-hmm. to
0: everyone. So instead of the 200-some-odd dollars, it's like we dropped it down to like 65 bucks. Ooh. I mean, it's like, it, I mean, we just, Cut it
1: down, just so made it super cheap. The last so. time we talked about this, uh, you had said that you weren't even close to putting a general price on what you think that this is going to go for. Are you getting closer to the point where you can give a tentative price? Yeah, I I did my cost analysis. So what I've got
0: invested in this forge is about just under $700. Okay. So, but you have to understand that that's a prototype. So, right. You know, that is uh, that that's high, you know, and I think that that's too much. And that's the reason why I was like, you know what? We got to keep this thing. My goal is to basically keep this thing around between like out the door to the customer at that price, like between five and seven hundred bucks. Whoa. So, yeah, that's my goal. I
1: mean, can I do it? I don't know. I I just don't know. Holy shit. I mean, yeah. I've seen what you've done with that thing. Oh my god! For five to seven hundred dollars, that's ridiculous. I'm hoping, and, and oh, right. you know, am with, I am I end up going up higher than that? But I mean, that's a might. lofty goal.
0: It is a lofty goal, and I've talked to a bunch of people who have shopped and bought forges. Then they've all told me this is a two thousand right. dollar forge. And they're like, it's a two thousand dollar forge. My goal is just like the revolution. You can buy all the shit for me if you want. You know, buy the everything. You know. And I'll ship it to you. Or you can buy the, like a kit where, and we'll have different stages of the kits. We'll just sell the steel and maybe the, the custom fan fittings or something, you know, or whatever, the things you can't readily get. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, uh, you buy that from me and I'll make my margins there. Uh, and then everything else you buy, you know, from Amazon uh, or your local hardware store. Wow. Um, so, you know, that's kind of like where we're at with it is, and, and the other thing is, is that, um, we are going to set up to make the rib- ribbon burners here so that, you know, we're hopefully, you know, if we can figure out how to do it in a way that makes sense where it's not like an enormous amount of time. Because you, you know, don't we'll have enough pour- on your plate already. <laughs> well, if you think about it, you, you know, the ribbon burners themselves, that's like the part that's difficult. You know, that's mm-hmm. the part that takes time for people to put together and, you know, pour the refractory and all of that. If we could take that off the off the builder and sell it to them. I think that, it, you know, if, as long as we can make it worth our while, uh, we'll we'll do it here. We'll pour 30 at a time, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I in. I've been I have been heads down on that. And I haven't been doing a lot of social media because I've been working on that prototype, trying to like I had to rebuild. I, I essentially had to take the forge I had because I couldn't get the parts that were cheap enough to make it happen. I had to start from scratch, like rebuild it. Um, so. That's just the part of the process. You know, (laughs) the way the way I look at it is, is I've learned so much from building the first one Mm -hmm. that now, just like the revolution, I will take everything I've learned, make it cheaper, make it accessible, build a plan set and build a kit and do the exact same thing, you know. There you go. So that's my goal.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've been prototyping. I've been doing like the very like the baby version of what you're doing with that that um, tumbling machine and- Yes, yes, you know, tell I, me about that. So I have a version one, obviously I've talked about it before in the podcast. It's, you know, the, the issue that the big upgrade I'm going to do on version two is I'm going to try to make it with a larger tube and I'm trying to come up with a different version than making it out of PVC. I'm trying to find some sort of a container that is larger but still fits on the machine. That you can just readily buy so that it's not like, you know, you don't have to like buy the PVC and cut it and, you know, glue it all or epoxy it all together. Like that's kind of a pain in the ass. And if I can find something that you can just buy and add to the machine, that'll be easier on everybody. Definitely. Yeah.
0: The easier you can make it on everyone, including yourself. Right. The more margin is there. Exactly. Think of it like that. You know, it, it, if in one of the things I've discovered in product development is people are willing to pay to not have to think about it or not have right. to do it. You know, uh, not everyone, of course, but uh, people are willing to do it. And then if you give them the option, like you say, I want to just sell you the, you know, uh, the, the plan set for it mm-hmm. and you take that take the the. uh uh what do you call it the 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 arbitrage portion out of it so like you're not actually touching the file at all right. you just you just basically your website serves it to them then it's worth it to you because you're not doing anything other than supporting the back end project and it makes it can make money and it it can it can uh help the community all at the same time and then you can expand it like I did with the grinder project and just you know put together kits you know make kits and make parts and whatever else and that will be, you know, like could be a flagship product for you, to, for your grinder, uh, for the community and the 2 by 72 community could
1: sure. leverage it. I mean, it's, that's a so huge thing. Let me tell you my dumb idea. So I've been kind of messing around with trying to set up a Home Depot bucket on this thing to see if yeah. I can get it to spin and get it to balance. And I... You know, I've been really hammering hard on the the batch that I just finished up with the wooden epoxy. So I haven't really devoted more than, you know, 15 minutes here, 10 minutes there. So I haven't like been able to really test it out. But that's kind of like the thing kicking in the back of my mind. Like, oh, I should try to, you know, get those buckets on there because they're like what? A couple bucks a piece. And it comes. Yeah, they're three bucks. And you get the lid and those lids lock on so damn tight. That, I mean, you put and that thing I was going to say,
0: too, they make a screw on lid for five gallon buckets. Ooh, I didn't know you that. Know? Yeah. I didn't see those. And they, they, it, it might be worth it because if you think about it, like getting those paint, you know, those uh, five gallon paint bucket lids off, you have to pry them off. Yeah, right. Way. It could right. be a little bit of a thing. But they make a threaded version of that. Like it clicks on and then there's a threaded portion. So you can
1: thread it on and off. Here's the problem I'm coming up with. Um, the taper from the, the rim of it down to where the base is kind of oh. makes it so that it sits crooked. So you would have to like level, level that out with the height of the wheels and it's kind of sure. becoming a little bit, you know, a little bit more of an issue with that, but I, I'm sure I could probably figure that out.
0: I think you could figure it out. Yeah. The taper shouldn't be too bad. You just have to think of it in terms of it needs to spin on a central, you know, central axes, you right. know, so make, make those wheels meet the belt. The bucket and the belt perpendicularly, if that's even a word, and, uh, perpendicularly, perpendicularly, <laughs> and you and it should it should spin uh, that yeah. way. Otherwise, what's going to happen is all your media is going to go to one side, right, right, and then everything will end up in at the lower portion, right, which might not be a bad thing either.
1: I mean, right. who knows? So, anyways, so. Th- basically getting back to it. I, I shot videos all about I shoot probably four or five different videos all about this first version and I've got knives made with it and I in all of them I talk about oh, you know let's let's go to some b-roll so you can see what the what the knives look like after it goes through the system. And I've been waiting to find a good day to go outside and get some good b-roll. And I literally, the the one day that I went down to like the river where I normally do all of those really pretty shots, the river is like so high because we've gotten so much rain lately that it's picked up a bunch of scent, sediment. So it looks like, oh, you know, runny wow. diarrhea running across.
0: <laughs> it
1: just looks awful. <laughs> so Welcome I'm doing try- this landslide that's in my uh, backyard. <laughs> right. It looks so bad. So I'm just, I just haven't really gone out and taking good video and also especially with last week you know being being out of out of the shop and out of town for a couple oh shoot probably four or five days i was gone so it's kind of taking some time out of it but yeah you know
0: yeah well i i, I know you had a, a loss in the family and uh we were thinking about
1: you grandma lived a good long life and uh yeah that's the thing oh is yeah. she she was just a month and a half shy of 102 years old so you know wow. you're Great grandma, you know, it's not it sounds kind of callous not getting super sad about your great grandma passing away. But like after 102, like 101, almost 102, I feel like it's it's hard to get overly like, oh, it wasn't her time. You know, there's none of that. I'm with you, man.
0: She sounds like she had a great life. Oh, for sure. You know, a great family. And uh, so that's good. You got longevity on your side. <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe, but yeah. I'll so us
0: words, we don't live very long. We, I'll <laughs> live into my seventies if I'm lucky. Yeah.
1: Well, the one thing that was really nice is I got to spend you know a solid you know couple days with my family, and my my siblings came up from Nashville, so it was good to see them because oh, I, I won't I won't see them again till Christmas or you know. So it was good to have some family time. So
0: you saw your brother?
1: Yeah, little Chef Nick.
0: I like that. That's good. Celebration of life. That's that's yeah. the way it should be. I like it. Well, hey, Brian, uh, switching gears a little bit, I wanted to uh, thank our patrons real quick. Uh, can you believe it that we have 59 59 patrons?
1: 59. What were we patrons? at last week? Was that at 58? I think we were at 57.
0: Oh, I think my gosh. Got so two a couple more.
1: more. Nice. Yeah, we got a couple yeah.
0: more in the last week. And I'll tell you what, everybody – there has been so supportive and uh, i just I, w- I cannot tell you how much i appreciate you guys dumping a few bucks into the the bucket and it, what it's going to do is it helps us afford trips like blade show where hopefully we can run into you guys there brian i know that you're going to be using some of the patron money to fly in and all of mm-hmm. that because it's, there's expense there and we couldn't do it without the patrons and so we really truly appreciate you guys And I'm going to read you off right now. All right. Are we ready for this? Go for it, man. Marcus over at MW Steelworks. Mark Vanderwerf. That's 118 Blades. Justin Miller, Florida Man Forge. Devin and Dustin O'Hara over at the Art of Craftsmanship. Noah Bloomberg at Entiat River Forge. Michael Nye, Jamie the Squid. Jamie Blow. Eric at Overall Makerworks. Bob ryan bob ryan okay now i'm on page two i gotta go back (laughs) if you can believe this um brigham kendell scott wilkerson at phoenix works keith drennan blackthorn concepts bob at shed underscore 72 brian hooten of hooten knives jason moss our man in texas mark leblanc papa underscore hatch underscore axe Ken Kimna, Crafty Man Forge, James Hunsberger of Hunsberger Knives, Cardoso Knives, KnifeMaterial.at, Brian Absher at Moonshine Leatherworks, The Working Hands Podcast, Ryan Coakley, Carol Ann Jeanette Racine, Oxford Blade Co., our man Lawrence over at MaritimeKnifeSupply.com, Richard Beck of Beck'sArmory.com, Jared Weaver at Weaver's Custom Metalworks. You can also find him on Instagram at Master of Metal Manipulation. Leon Shanks over at Two Birds Blade Works. Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knife Works. Thomas Moberg of TMO Knives. Donnie Dulevich. Maximus Knives, our man Neil, over at Maximus Knives. Troxclair Custom Cutlery. Jared at Echo Blades. Nate Walpole over at Walrus Steel. Burn Blades, Mr. Zach Burn. Full Steam Designs with Chris Powell. At ad.knifeworks, which is Matthew Angel. Wesley Crum. Benjamin Mullins. Matt Bicker of at DIY Europe. Justin Yahima. Tony Mural of UK Knife Maker Supplies. Jeremy Ballaball. Ira Houseward. Forged and Fire Champion. Ira Houseward. Reaper Metalworks. Chris Larson at the Midnight Dash Maker. So that's his website. Nord Artisan. Eric Andrews at Sourwood Creations. Todd Harrington, which is TH Blades. Kyle Daly of KH Daily Knives. Adrian Briel, which he goes by uh, on Instagram, at Adrian Briel underscore Forge. And that's A-D-R-I-A-A-B-R-I-E-L underscore Forge. Lando Novak at The Abstract Blacksmith. Don Kirshner woodland iron tony over at woodland iron he is a contributor now he's the uh 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 one of the guys uh, the co the co-host of the uh, working hands podcast and the t- last two timber tiger forge mr chris magnus nice. Great joined guy. up with the high five and zachary sowell zachary this is a new name Zachary Sowell. Zach, if you want us to say our, your Instagram handle, make sure you change your name and patron so we can do that and promote you a little bit on the show. So, Zachary Sowell, we appreciate you and all of our patrons for contributing to the work that we do right here on the Work For It podcast. And if you get something out of our show, make sure you go over to patreon.com forward slash work it and consider contributing to our show for as little as $1 a month.
1: Hey, that's like a burrito. I love burritos. <laughs> I love burritos. <laughs> Man, d- yeah, that, I love those people. They are awesome. They're supporting us, and yeah, it's. I, I'm excited to see a bunch of them down there at Blade Show. That's going to oh, be going to run, run into so many people. You're not going to be able to go five feet
0: oh. without somebody grabbing you. You're going to be. You, you. It will go by so fast, Brian. Oh, I know. The weekend will be there and gone. You will just be, it'll be like a blink of an eye. So enjoy yeah. every minute of it.
1: Yeah, man, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be something else. I've never gone to something this big. So, yeah. Have you ever been to Hotlanta before? I've never been to Atlanta. I've never been to Georgia. I flew i flew over it down to Florida. Never yeah. been in it's it. It's a
0: great little place, man. Great yeah. little town everybody in atlanta is so nice you're gonna love it uh every even the people at the airport people last year when we were there i've been in and out of the atlanta airport probably a hundred times but when we were there the last time it was like the employees the people that worked at the airport would stop and say hi to you Oh, oh hey how you doing you know and uh uh, it was just it's just great it was really nice now, I
1: just love Atlanta they only do that for celebrities and you know your brand <laughs> house so
0: <laughs> nobody knows who the hell I am. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: uh, it's funny speaking she, of which did you see that text message I sent to you
1: about the rankings that we we ranked at last week yeah the podcast? What, what happened why did we jump up I so don't much know. What, let me go so, and pull that up or do you have it already uh, I'd probably, I'd have to dig it up, but, uh, the way
0: I could give you the short of it. But so the way that these rankings work is that, uh, they break it down by category. So we are in the maker category, which is the hobby hobbyist or hobbies. Mm-hmm. And then normally and they break it down by country. So it's, you know, you get, I get this email every week and it's, it basically, charts out like where we fall never ever ever have we landed in the top 200 in the united states Mm -hmm. the work for it podcast last week overall ranked 154th in all of the podcasts that are in the hobbies category in the united states which is huge there's literally probably a hundred thousand podcasts in that category so was and there we some sort of 154th?
1: Was there some sort of something where like 65 different podcasts didn't put out a show? Because we, I'm looking at the I thing now and it says question. we jumped up 65 spots. It's like, what?
0: <laughs> what happened? Yeah, one week. And and yeah. normally that that chart, we're not even on that chart. Right. Like normally right. we just it's just a line. It doesn't say anything. So right. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's summertime. And everybody's taking a vacation or something and they're not making podcasts. I didn't even <laughs> think of that. that. That's probably what it is. But I'll take it. So
1: that means that we
0: are doing some awesome work right here at the
1: Word I work mean, for It
0: podcast.
1: And I think here's it's big, the other thing, guys. Thing. So if you like deal. that amount of growth and you like seeing us grow like that, there's a couple things that you can do. So one of the big things is give us a five-star rating on whatever you're listening to. Leave something funny in the Hey, maybe that's something we could do, like go and read our five star re, uh, reviews. And if like you put a dad joke in there, we can use that as a dad joke for a week. Or if you want to do something fun, you know, we'll, we'll we'll try to make a bit out of that. And Let then the other thing,
0: see if I can find uh, how do I find the, our reviews? Do I have to do it on my phone? I, I probably do. I'm sure you probably have to. I'll, I'll look.
1: I'll look while you're
0: chatting. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, sure. And then the other there's a couple other things. So go ahead and like tell people in the community about us. Like if there's somebody in your life that wants to listen to something, may, who knows? Maybe they'll listen to an episode and think that we're funny and want to listen to us. Um, let's see. The other thing is share it on social media. Just let us hashtag WFI projects. Just share us out see what people like i mean i know that every single week whenever this comes out there's a couple people that always post about the 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 episode and we really appreciate that that goes a long ways because people see that and then will come to the show and be like oh what what are these people talking about and we'll jump on and they become avid listeners and i mean that's that's one of the only ways to grow as a podcast because there's no like There's no real social media, you know, presence for podcasts like with like YouTube videos, you can share a YouTube video on Facebook and, you know, a couple hundred people will see it that wouldn't have saw it before. Well, with podcasts, it's really hard to show, you know, it's just not as easily shareable. So, yeah. And, and we, we've got a bunch of reviews on here. Do we really? <laughs> I, I've never even read. There's 32 ratings. There's
0: 32 people.
1: that. <laughs> I just uh, pulled that out of my ass, and it might actually be a bit
0: right now. How do this, I even this is this the up? best one. Here's the best one. It's a one-star review.
1: Oh, my God. Kev, really? Kev,
0: yeah. KevM77 says, what's up with your show having sponsors? Then you ask for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, uh, do I have to explain the world to you, Kevin? Um, let uh, me go ahead and do that. Not. I'm not going to do that. Dude, all read right, a couple so, other ones. Is there a couple other good right. ones? Dude. <laughs> of course, Brigham a uh, uh, wrote one. And his... <laughs> his username on here is Smitty... <laughs> Smith. <laughs> what? His username is Smitting... <laughs> smitting fatty dash bringham K. <laughs> and I wouldn't know who he is if it wasn't like for the dash bring him, of course. <laughs> but he says, it's a five-star review, of course. Oh. And it says, truly inspiring, great show. I love listening to stories and being inspired as I work on my own company. Brian, Ben, and Brian all have great stories and work ethics that make me want to be uh, better and do more to improve myself and my business. Oh. Oh my Justin gosh. Miller of Florida Man Forge went all out Gave us a five star review and just wrote "try it out." Hey, thank you, thank you, Justin.
1: <laughs> I mean, if oh, I was looking for reviews on a podcast and someone said "try it out," I would click on that shit. Come it's on, it's
0: actually pretty good. No, he's his approach is great because nobody reads these. Loving the new, <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: including me, by the way. Right, I've uh, never MK- actually. I just completely pulled that out of my ass, and I <laughs> had it is. no
0: idea you could go read them. So okay, so here's one: MKS Custom Creations. Wrote, uh, loving the new episodes, all great information, always entertaining and helpful when trying to navigate all the pieces involved in being a successful maker. There so it is. That's cool. Another one five-star review. I wait for it every Thursday to entertain me in my shop. Uh, G.R. Harper says, the dynamic duo. Awesome uh, with Brent. Brian or Trent, Brian and Sarah. So this is an old review.
1: Yeah, there we go.
0: Um Fetter knives, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Jeff Fader. appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Work for it. Great chemistry. Fun to listen to. Really looking forward to more episodes. The way in was old school. Great radio clutch. Play by play. Way to go. Sarah, Brian and Trent. So these are, these are old, but yeah, the, a lot of these are old, but there's 32 of them in there. So go read. So listen, if you go, I'm going to rate our own podcast, by the way, five stars, If you want to do it, go there. Go open up podcasts on your Apple device and go there and write us a review and we might just read it right here on the show. We appreciate you. Thank you so much.
1: Speaking of other things we might just check out is WFI Projects. I got it pulled up, Brian. I don't know about you, but I got it live right on my screen. You go ahead and do the first
0: one if you're you're ready. I'm going to pick... um, I don't even know who made this. Oh, it's uh, um, Howling Wind... uh, Howling Winds Axe and Tool, uh, which is um, Howarth, uh, Glenn. He did an axe. It looks like a cleaver. It's not an axe. It's a cleaver. And it might be a restoration. It's uh, doing stuff with things. He says, Village Blacksmith 8-inch Meat Axe. Whoa. (laughs) He calls it a meat axe, which I really like. Rounding the curve to completion. It does look really big. It I think it might be a normal size though. It says it's an eight inch cleaver, but it's it's pretty big.
1: I'm currently like working
0: rosewood or something. But I'm currently beautiful.
1: working on a cre- cleaver and it's got a six inch blade and that thing feels massive. So eight inches. So Holy maybe cow. it is big. Yeah. yeah, it is big.
0: So if you're not following uh, Howling Winds Axe and Tool, go over and follow follow Glenn.
1: I'll He's take got the next uh, one. 3,000 oh,
0: followers right now. Th- uh, sorry about that. 3,070 followers at the moment. So he needs more, more followers. And tell him we sent you.
1: Yeah. And leave a five-star review. <laughs> uh, Ben's Bites is killing it. O- I mean, he always kills it. But I'm, have you seen this one with the live edge on the um, epoxy end? This yes. thing is ridiculous looking. And I got a little bit of uh, Insider Baseball on it. Because when he had gotten this material in, um, something had gone wrong where it had live edge wood on both sides of this this material. And the one side had decoupled and fallen off. Oh. So and, and basically, he was planning on just like chucking it and had ended up deciding to make this live. Like the epoxy side, the epoxy end has like this live edge figuring and it looks so damn cool. I'm so excited to see what kind of a knife goes on this thing. Yeah, Ben's his bites. handle work is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's is. just it,
0: he's getting more shop time. You know, I've been talking with him a lot more recently. <clears throat> he's got a couple of little kids, and he's he's you know he he does his dad thing a lot. Like he's really involved with his family, uh, which I really love. And uh, and there was a period where they were like they were at it putting some doing some work to their house or something. So he was like super busy and uh, wasn't in the shop a lot. But now he's getting back to the shop, and I'm sending him. A couple of prototypes tomorrow Ooh. to play yeah. with so yeah so yeah we're uh i have a, i've been working on that secondary tracking prototype and like i just don't have time to play with it and really test it so i was like you know what i'm gonna send it to him and let him have fun with it and then he'll get back go. to me and the true tilt table that, that's been sit- i have a palette of those an entire palette <clears just throat> sitting here for the last like four months so I'm like,
1: all right, I gotta get, get mm-hmm. I gotta start selling these things. I mean, I know somebody who might want one of those. I things. know, I know, Brian. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, I, I this is it's the, the whole thing with the wheels. When we got the wheels in and we're processing those, like we didn't realize how long that that process takes. I mean, it's just like I need to do. I need to. What's that uh, that that old movie with uh, Michael Keaton where he like duplicates himself? multiplicity or something like that i need that i need to do that to myself i'm not kidding i'm so busy like every day i could work like 15 hours a day good. Good. and You're still good. not get it all done uh all right. two birds blade works he's uh leon mr leon shanks he's a uh, uh i i shout him out almost every show because i am just i drool over his knives and i think the knife that i'm looking at he posted like four days ago it's got a blue handle it looks like he cut some coconut or some cheese or something on the left there. Um, And uh, it's a Damascus piece. It's like kind of a French. I I think uh, to me, they look kind of French, but I I don't know. It's an integral uh, chef knife. And I think he sent it over to somebody else that I follow. And I can't remember who I saw this had had this in their hand. But Leon, your work, your work is unbelievable, bro. It's just so freaking good and so inspiring to watch. I just I can't even tell you. And it's just such an honor that you're one of our patrons.
1: And I mean this with all my heart. Like, I love your work so much. So,
0: yeah, um, it's a beautiful piece.
1: His stuff is just badass. I mean, everything, even even like the chef knife, it looks like it's like, I don't know, like you could take it to war or something. It just is stout looking to me that is the what I think I like about it's just
0: it hits it ticks all the boxes yeah you know? it's beautiful it looks functional. I know how much time he probably invested in making the steel and the handle and doing the integral work and then it's just on top of that it's just badass looking you know so he's just hitting all those boxes for me so
1: yeah man. Love well, I'm gonna do somebody. I don't think I've ever shouted it out before. <clears throat> New underscore forest underscore forge. He's got a knife and fork set, and I mean, all of these lines look so so clean. I don't know what he's describe using for. The,
0: describe the photo again. What are, what are we looking at?
1: So it's a knife and fork set. So it looks like it's a carving set. Oh, I saw that. I have to I
0: have to scroll
1: through and find it again. It says that the um, the scales are stabilized Carolyn birch. I'm not see. I don't know what that's K A R E L I A N birch handles. Never heard of that before, but it's some sort of stabilized birch handle. It looks like it's you know dyed some sort of a like a swirly green color. Love the way that these things turned out. It just looks so good. And the one thing is, is like I've always wanted to try doing like a meat carving fork. And this looks like it's very, very well done. I don't know if they're, you know, cut out or late or water jet cut out or if he's doing these by hand, but they look nice. What's the handle? What's his IG handle? Um, new underscore forest underscore forge. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I found it. I'm gonna
0: follow oh, he's following me. Okay, I'm gonna follow you back. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yes, I really like these. He's got those custom mosaic pins with his logo on it.
1: <laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, those wow. things are so pretty. So pretty.
0: <clears throat> and did you see the piece? To, I don't know if you're looking at his profile, but the other piece where it's like a mosaic or some sort of
1: starfish pattern, that has got to be a laser edge. Another whoa yeah the the one, yeah, holy cow, yeah, it literally looks like starfishes, so
0: he's in Noman's land New Forest, which I think is either in Australia or New Zealand, or it could be totally wrong <laughs> trying to click on it to see where I, where it is. it sounds very Australian it says or, or three thousand
1: seven hundred miles from Michigan, so I don't oh, know well, maybe it's maybe it's Canada then. Wait, 3,000 miles? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll look it up. Not... I'll look it up. You you go on to the next
0: one. I'll look it up. All right, I'm going to go on to the next one. Uh, Yeah, we get sucked in. I got sucked right. Oh, he's in the UK. All yep. right, I see it.
1: England, I'm yep. seeing it. Okay,
0: I was in the wrong hemisphere and everything. So that just <laughs> goes to show you how much I know about stuff. <laughs> Don't listen to me. All right, going back to our hashtag WFI Projects. I am going to pluck out somebody that posted something that we've not talked about, but this was posted last year, November oh. 4th of last year. Moonshine Leatherworks made a, it's like a, a shelf box where it, he's got his pistols in there, some strops, some duck calls, looks like some tins of stuff. Like all kinds of good stuff. Maybe some strops and uh turkey calls, it looks like in there, and it's just a cool looking piece. And Moonshine, Leatherworks is Brian Absher, and he's also a patron, and we appreciate your work. So I, I that actually came up because it is now one of the, the top posts in WFI projects of 4,095 four thousand ninety five posts. Four
1: thousand you say four thousand ninety five? 4,095. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a lot I, of people. I never thought it would grow this big. This is crazy. I love well, it. Well, you know,
0: Brian, when you came up with the concept, it was what, like a little over a year ago? Yeah. So like, think about that. It's like, what, a little over 10 posts a day. Wow.
1: Now. Y'all are right? killing it. Yeah. crushing. Speaking it. of killing it or crushing it. Wasteland Forge. Have you seen this keyhole bowie knife that he's made? Yes. Oh, my God. That's for his uh,
0: journeyman Smith. Journeyman Smith. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I love the fact that it's just not like everyone who does the keyhole, like it just looks kind of like a key or it's just kind of a simple shape. This thing has like a compound shape to it. So I can only imagine how much time he spent making that fit perfectly. And I will I can guarantee you I will never do something that crazy because that's ah, that's amazing. It's a lot of patience. It's a lot lots of patience, which I do patience. not have. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh uh I'm with you. I don't have the patience either. I'm uh I need it to be quick. Uh do you know if Balleball uh Jeremy Balleball's uh waffle is full? Um I should have asked Did he sell out. Yeah, we should. We were talking with him. I know he posted something that said there was only eighteen spots left, but that was last week. Let me. Look. But go check it out because I know he does. He does probably still has a couple of spots left for the Damascus chef knife that he's working on.
1: Here, do you want so, me to try to get him on live on the show? I can. I can plug yeah. up on my. Let's see if I can get this going. Here, go on to the next thing, and I'll I'll uh, yeah. cut in if I have to. If I have them. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'm going to go on to, uh, let's see. Where are we at in the show, by the
0: way? Oh, we're an hour in. You know what? Since we're an hour in, I'm going to look up my dad joke.
1: Oh, well, I can't trombone in, try to no, get no, him on no, the phone at the same it. time.
0: I, I'm just going to look it up.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm just doo, 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 I'm just going to go ahead and ring him. Doo, doo, I'm just going to ring him to see what happens. Yeah, don't even ask him. Can you hear that? I do hear it. It's a little loud yo buddy, you are live on the show Oh, what's up? Hey hey put your so- pants on <laughs> You can't hear Brian but he just said uh, put your pants on I got my pants and shirt on today. <laughs> all right, so I want you to give us the pitch on your your waffle knife. Tell us about it and how many how many spots are left?
0: Well all right so I have uh I have four spots left.
1: Whoa! Only it
0: four? More... Yeah, nice. I know. I'm struggling. Um, so I got uh, it's a hundred layer random pattern chef's chef's knife. Uh, it's about eight inches. Um, that's what she said. I don't know what else you want to know more about it. Oh, it's got a it's got a stabilized burl handle.
1: Okay. All right. Well, cool, man. Uh, what's the Damascus um, house? On?
0: Which is pretty cool.
1: So, if somebody who is listening to this show tomorrow wants to get in on this waffle, how how are they going to get in on it?
0: Um, you can contact me through my Facebook page at 419forging or my Instagram at 419forging. And then I have PayPal,
1: Cash App, and Venmo. All right. Well, cool, man. Thanks for jumping on real quick. Appreciate it. See ya. See ya. Guys, you need to jump on that because there's only 4 left and oh shoot, I should have asked him how many there are how many spots there are at total, but it wasn't a lot. I think it was lot. 50.
0: Yeah, or maybe 40 or something like that, but yeah. It
1: wasn't a, sure. lot. It it was was a lot. I thought it was 40. I yeah, thought it was 40.
0: Yeah, it was not a lot. It. So, this week's dad joke comes from Mark Vanderwerf, 118 Blades. Are you ready for this? Yeah, man. Sorry, sir. But we don't serve time travelers. A time traveler walks into a bar. That was funny. If (laughs) if we were on the Working Hands podcast, there'd be crickets. I found it funny because it's like I was reading it, right? So, like, you read it in reverse. It's a reverse joke.
1: No, it's okay. I get it. Time traveling joke. (laughs) Well, shoot, man. Oh, there is one more thing that I wanted to talk about before we get out of here. So, I am doing a collaboration with Matt Gentry where basically we Ooh. both made our favorite version of ba- our favorite knives, which, of course, mine is that EDC 3, the one with the finger hole in it, formerly known as the finger hole <laughs> EDC knife. Right. Um, and basically I made, I made my knife and I didn't, I just got it up to heat treat and then I gave it over to him and he did his shoot. I believe it's a scout version. He has all of the fancy names for all of them. I just try to keep my naming, you know, my naming scheme, nice and easy, but you know, he's got, I think it was his scout that he's, he had me do and um, his his video he's got it done it sounds like he's dropping it later this week or maybe early next week and then mine I'm waiting on some um, the videography getting done with Kyle and he's you know he's busy but once that's out um, basically we're gonna have a video on each side so go ahead and check out um, his later on this week and then mine probably here in a couple weeks so yeah Matt Gentry great guy
0: yeah, Matt and I have been talking about doing a, doing something, too, and um, we're going to put something together for his new workshop that he's building.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So we'll be looking for that down the road. That should be great. Uh, Matt is a great guy. I, I, You know, if I say there's a few people that I shout out a lot, and Matt's one of them, and it's because uh, I really like his work, and I like his work ethic, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's it, there's always going to be people that you jibe with, you know, and uh, maybe it's my Midwestern, you know, upbringing <laughs> or whatever, you know, like you're, you're Midwestern, right? So like we get along pretty great and, oh yeah, and we work hard and, you know, we like, we really enjoy a certain few things. And Matt's the same way. So go check out Matt at Gentry custom knives on Instagram and also on YouTube. His YouTube game is stepping up, man. He's doing better and better. Every time I watch one of his videos, I'm like, this guy's creating better content every time every single video he gets better which yeah, is for goal. sure
1: for sure for sure yeah, so yeah, yeah. speaking of collaborations how's this uh this knife that we're, all three of us are going to be working on how's that going
0: uh, uh that'll start when uh right after B- blade show because oh. of uh pickle is going to join me in the forging of it so Sweet. when we get back from blade that's going to be our primary focus is to forge out the billet and cut the profile here, and then we're gonna make like you know a bunch of content around it or whatever, and then um, and then a YouTube you know a partial YouTube video. However, we're gonna work it that way; it can get released on all those platforms. But yeah, no, it's gonna it's great. I've got it laid out. I've got a, a concept for a pattern that I want to try. And I don't know if it's going to be a mosaic, but I want to. I have a Whoa. couple of ideas that I I'd like to try. So, do you want we'll to talk see.
1: about it, or are you going to kind of keep it hush hush and see what happens?
0: Well, I have two different ideas. One one is like a standard W pattern, like just uh, right. with uh, mosaics. The other one is that I really want to try, and I don't know if I could. I don't even know if I'm. I have the capability of pulling this off, or if we would screw it up, or whatever. But I would like to try a very low-layer feather pattern. Oh, okay. So so that that's – and I've been watching a lot of videos on the process, and uh, a, a bunch of people that are in the community would definitely talk me through it, like Dennis and, and uh, one guy in particular who's the inspiration is Germs Metalwork. I don't know if you've ever looked at Germs Metalworks, but uh, he made this really killer – low layer feathers. Essentially it's like a stack. He made a stack of a, uh, I don't know, probably double stack or something. It was maybe like 20 layers and then, and then feathered it and then stuck a piece of Damascus that he had made in the middle of the feather and reforged it. Whoa. So it just looks like something right out of a, uh, Tim Burton movie, you know, it just, it's like real stripe, like real thick, heavy stripes in a feather pattern. I'm into it, and I was. I I am too, and it would be lofty to try it. I think. Yeah. What but, makes
1: you say that you're not up to it? Like, what's what's the technical issues well, with it? I
0: I just don't know if I could do. Like, I've never done a feather pattern before, and I don't have the proper tooling. So, Pickle and I'll have to make the the little chopper divider thing, okay. which is totally possible. We, we you know we have the tooling here to make it. Well, it's the just one I don't, thing I've never done it.
1: The one thing that you said that you were worried about is not having enough content to make a proper video out of. Well, making this tooling to make it all happen would just add to the content. That's
0: a good point. Yeah. Because I'm very much planning
1: on making a full video on, you know, grinding the bevels and, you know, etching it and doing that, doing all the finishing work. Like I'm planning on making a full video. If you make a full video and then Ben makes a full video about, you know, doing the leather work, I mean, what better sure. way to, you know, really, you know, push people from, from channel to channel than having solid videos all the way through, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I, I'm just, uh, I'm just nervous, you know, about attempting something new. You know, I don't want to screw it up and it's, you know, Lawrence sent us the, the stuff to do it and stuff like that. Not that we don't have, Like, I have stacks of carbon steel that I could just chop up. We could try it again, you know, but I'd like to get it the first time, you know. A wise man
1: once told me,
0: screw it, let's do it. (laughs) You're probably right. I should, I'm probably overthinking it. I'm sure of it. And, uh, you know, we have the, the, we have the means we should try something new. I think it would be really cool. It would be really cool to see what you actually do with it, too. So, I'm down, man. I am totally down for it. So, hey, Listen. I think that's a show, Brian.
1: Yeah, dude. Great show all the way through. I'm excited to see what this thing turns out to be. It's going to be a fun collaboration between the three of us. It is. And can you believe it? This is episode 110 of the
0: Workforce Podcast. Yeah. Wow. 110. Wait, is
1: that two years yet? Or are we getting close? I
0: don't know. I I think it's close. I think we did look at the dates, and it definitely is two years. So I think think we're definitely into the two-year mark. But hey, man, I appreciate you coming along for the ride, and I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. Hell yeah. In Atlanta. It's going to be gonna an be awesome fun. time. If you see me at Blade Show or Brian, make sure you pull us aside, get a photo, hang out a little bit, whatever. Let's chat and talk. We appreciate you guys. Hope you have a good working week ahead. My name is Brian House, and this has been the Work for It podcast. Work for it, baby! <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.
1: Good to see you guys.